Welcome to the C-Roller and Willie podcast. I am C-Roller. And I'm Willie. And we're going to talk through some shit. What do you got for us, C-Roller? We got a lot of things in common that connect us. Like we have our work, we have TikTok, we have this podcast. And one of those things is anime. And I was wondering, how did you get into anime? Because for like me, like I got in through my sister who made me watch through Fruits Basket and like Inuyasha. I hated Fruits Basket. You hated it? Yeah, I hated Fruits Basket. It was all right. But then like... I didn't really get into it, get into it until I started watching Bleach. Okay, well, well I'm going to tell you my childhood, right? You remember uh, Toonami? Toonami? Yeah, I remember that. So that's what got me in anime. When you had Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, then you had Sailor Moon. Can't remember what else was on there, but that really started my fascination with anime. Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball? Who's your favorite? Who's my favorite? Yeah. On- Dragon Ball? Yeah, yeah. Probably Vegeta. Vegeta? Vegeta, because he was a bad guy, then he turns into a good guy later on. And, you know, he's always in competition with Goku. That's an interesting take. I've always been partial to Goku, although... Everyone likes Goku. To be to be fair, though, I don't watch that much Dragon Ball. So I wouldn't say I'm that much of a fan of Dragon Ball. I wanted to point something out, too. There was a show called Hamtaro, right? It was a bunch of hamsters always yeah. up no good. And they're always escaping their cages and hanging out with each other. Yeah, I watched And that. I thought it was so cute. Because the fact is, it just teaches you to respect people and how to deal with other bad situations, but be good about it. Yeah. Did you know that show, it was a manga and then it became like an anime show and then a couple game spinoffs? No, I did not know that. Yeah, it had a couple game spinoffs. Yeah, but that Hamtaro was very popular in Japan, but not so much here in America. I don't know. I, I thought the show was really good. <laughs> I hate to say it. But speaking of favorites, I answered a question on TikTok recently. What is your favorite song? Now, I couldn't necessarily pick one out of every song I've ever listened to. I chose to highlight a particular artist. Okay. Yeah, a particular artist. And then I chose one of the favorite songs from that artist. What song if was I, it? If I, it was Dirty by September Morning. Never heard it. Would you be able to play the song? I could play a little bit of it. Don't like it. It might not be your taste, but what would artists and songs do you like? My personal opinion on this one is The Weeknd, and I like the song In Your Eyes. I think that's probably one of the best songs out there. Do you ever get to the point where you're recording like a TikTok and you like hear your voice and you just don't like it? Yeah, actually, um, I get that on every video because in my head, my voice sounds deeper than one actually is. But then when I actually record a video that I listen to myself, I'm like, I sound like a high-pitched high school person and I don't like it. I mean, I don't know if if anyone ever deal with this because when I do videos, I feel like my voice is like manly and masculine. But then when I listen to it, it sounds like a like, (laughs) that's kind of funny. But I've actually found, I watched, I guess I watched a YouTube video where they explained why you don't recognize your own voice, why you might not like it. And their explanation was that you hear your voice as it comes out of your mouth. It also reverberates through your own head. And you hear the deeper parts of your voice that through your mouth and through your bones and everything, you hear like it's deeper to you than it is being recorded. So when you hear it play back, you're hearing the higher parts that you don't hear as much. You're hearing a lot more lower parts. They're still there, 
but there's not as much of them. It's not reverbing in the microphone as much as it is through your own head. It's going to feel a lot higher when you're recording it, a lot higher pitch. Right. And just give you the heads up. I did watch a SciShow video on YouTube about that. I Guy did. explained it. That might actually be where I saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So we, you're right. Yeah, it was Another thing we have in common is we tend to watch SciShow. Yeah, I watch SciShow. <laughs> but, but the other thing I found through just watching various creators and then going back and watching their old content is the more you do it, the more you tone your voice to be more pleasant on the microphone. The more you hear yourself talk, the more you change your voice. <laughs> I think what my problem is, uh, like when I'm on camera or talking on the mic, my problem is I get super excited and my voice changes from like up here, 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 here. So one minute it could be low, then one minute it's like, Burr! I mean, it's not bad to get excited and energetic because I mean, that actually is a good thing I found when it comes to engagement of audiences is yeah. people will love like when you get excited and energetic because like it makes them excited and energetic. But you do tend to shift in tone when you do that. How stupid would you sound like if you're talking to someone, right? And you tell a funny joke and your voice stayed the same, like Oars went to a bar and the bartender said, Why a long face? It's not as funny. But when you're like a horse goes in the bar and the bartender's like, Why a long face? Yeah, that exactly. definitely helps. Although I know one use of monotone voice that was great. That was clear eyes. All the clear eyes commercials, man. Yeah, but they're not like trying to be funny. They did the monotone voice on purpose to be funny, to be ironic. Right. And he got clear, fresh, scented. Now we're going into Old Spice. (laughs) That definitely changes tones a lot. You know, when you buy a new TV, because I'm I'm looking for a new TV and I'm debating between LG and Samsung. You had to go with Samsung. There's no competition on the LG to the Samsung. If you get the 4K Samsung, yeah, it's like a little overpriced, but it will last a little bit longer than what the LG will. I mean, but here's the thing. Elements, I had elements before. They lasted a little bit, but the quality of it was junk. Like, if it falls off the table because a cat knocked it over. Well, Elements is a cheap brand, and I will not buy a cheap brand. I bought a Vizio, and it was a piece of shit. That's another cheap brand. Vizio's a cheap brand, but they overpriced. I think Element is actually probably just better for cheap brands just because it is an inclusive smart TV that's actually meant to be sold through Amazon. It's depending on how much you plan on spending. Like, are you I, looking at like the four hundred dollar range? Are you looking at eight hundred? Are you looking at twelve hundred? Like, what you I'm, I'm looking for something to replace my gaming, which is kind of why yeah. I'm actually debating between Samsung and LG because LG actually has higher refresh rates because they use QNED. They also have OLED. LG is the only one that makes it, even though Samsung and Sony both have TVs that have OLED. Their panels are still LG regardless. Well, can I say something real quick? If you're using it as a gaming monitor. I'm using it for gaming for like PlayStation and Xbox, oh, okay. well, not for PC. Okay, well, if you're going to use it for your gaming on a PS5 or the new Xbox, I don't know about because I don't play video games. Do not get the element. Do not get any cheap brands because you need the high pixels on those TV screens. Well, it's, like, not, just, I, it's not just the high pixels. It's also the it's high a, refresh rate. The there's HDR. a delay on them too. There's a delay on mm. online gaming also. That's not a good thing. Having delay is definitely not no. a good thing. 
Now, when you get delay, a lot of gamers, what they would use is a monitor, computer monitor, just uh, get rid of that delay. And that's why you see a lot of these people on PlayStation and Xbox having more quicker reaction because when you're using a TV, you get a little bit more delay. That depends on what computer monitors you get. A lot of computer monitors have extremely high refresh rates. And yeah. Regular TVs are just catching up to that, but you have to get like the most expensive TVs out there currently. Like well, it's not all or of them, you can just go out and get a five hundred dollar monitor. And... Not, not all of them have to be, but you're looking for one hundred and twenty hertz to keep up with uh, PC players, and unfortunately, those tend to be the more expensive TVs. Right, but now you got like these um games that you know making it where the servers are PC, Xbox, PlayStation Five, right? Yeah. Now all these console players are having a hard time trying to compete with these. I mean, they people do, on PC, they do give aim assist for fps because using a controller with a thumbstick you could way easily overshoot whereas if you're using a mouse it is exactly where you stop it yeah but i'm just going to let you know when you're used to that keyboard and mouse you have the advantage i mean i'm saying yeah you have an advantage but then it's unfair i would like to think that they try to make it as fair as possible but i don't think it's completely fair you're right it'll never be completely fair but they try to set systems in place to make it more fair well, I, I like the fact that if you have a friend that don't own a console and just have a computer or a PC, you can play with them. But I just feel like when you have a group of people, you know, all on PC, they have an unfair advantage on certain games. That's actually why I think Destiny has it that you can't play against a PC person if you have an all-console party. But if you have one PC person in your party, you'll be matched up against PC and console people. I like I actually like that. Because I didn't like, know Destiny did that. Yeah, Destiny did that. That's how they did it for matchmaking purposes. So, another thing I found on TikTok. I found this video on TikTok. First of all, I wanted to address like what type of podcast this is. We are a podcast. We're not trying to be political in any sort of sense. We just want to take our experiences and our knowledge and apply it to different topics. But I did see a clip from another podcast out there that I kind of have to talk about because it makes pretty much all podcasts look bad. How dumb some podcasts can be. You want to bring it up on the phone? Yep. So what we're looking at right here is these guys right here. I think if you're in a serious relationship with a girl, she should not have an Instagram. That's cheating. In my opinion, I think a woman having an Instagram is 100% cheating, especially if she has scantily clad photos of herself on the internet and she's not making money off it, which a lot of women tend to do. The guy is somewhat right, but not 100%. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's less about having a social media account because you can't just tell your partner not to have a social well, media you gotta, account. Well, you got to give your... Uh, it's what you're doing with it that's the problem. And I don't think most people are out there cheating just because they have an Instagram. Right. And the problem is, I got to ring. He's going to say that you're showing up body parts and everything else, but like... No, what is going on with this? That guy, he's a control freak. I, I don't like him. I 100% agree. I don't like him. He's a fucking dickhead. He's like, no, you're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. No. I 100% agree with Women that. Women should not have men like that because guys like that are control freaks. They will control your lives on a daily basis. And no. Like, I see it as if you cannot trust that person on social media, then you shouldn't be with them to begin with. And honestly, that person's better off without you anyways. I've never had a problem with somebody having a social media account. If I don't feel like I can trust them, that that's my problem to deal with. And if they are being untrustworthy, that's still my problem to deal with because I don't want to be in that relationship with somebody I cannot trust. Sorry, I'm not trying to be a dickhead to that guy, but he just sounds like a manipulative fuck. 
hate to say it, like, sorry to that guy, but fuck you. C-Roller and me, we have a competition going on probably here around June, maybe July. We have a paintball thing going on, and we want to see what kind of equipment would be best for the match. I was fortunate enough that I had six people or six members join my group. C-Roller, he did the same thing. Uh, actually, I think I'm just going to combine whoever I found and we're just going to go as one giant group and divvy it up. Oh, we can do that. We can do that. So what, what kind of paintball marker are you planning on using? I plan on using a Titman, which is currently, uh, as I can tell, out of business, but they still, they made really good low-end market markers, I guess. Which Titman you got, the model? I had a 98 Custom and then I now have a 5. What's the difference between the Model 98 and the Custom 98 and the um, A5? The Model 98, you were unable to like put reactive trigger and expansion chambers and all that So you can customize it. it? Yes, you can customize it. It has the rail on top, I believe, to add stuff to See, it. See, someone like that, he's going to customize his just to win this one, so... Actually, I'm probably, other than a response trigger, I'm not going to customize it too much because there's no need for a, an expansion chamber on an A5, especially you know, with a nitrogen or a high-pressure HPA system rather than a CO2. CO2 will freeze up around here because it gets cold. Even in the summer, it could freeze up, but really... I didn't you know, know that. In the fall and spring, it's still cold. CO2 actually freezes in cold weather? Yeah, like, it's compressed so it's liquid and then when it hits oh no shit that's why i've been having problems when it expands it turns into a solid and freezes up oh no shit (laughs) i wish i would have known that years ago hba is the new way to go and you get that pretty much any is that like a nitrogen gas yeah like a nitrogen gas highly compressed like an air compressor but with mostly nitrogen they take take the water out of it is what they do well my goal is i'm gonna get me a spider i've never liked spiders why First of all, I've seen too many of them break down. And also, the only dude I knew that continuously carried well, one was a dick. Well, I don't think you're a dick, but just that ruined it for me entirely. Well, I'll tell you what, though. I'll get a spider. Then I'll be the dick. Then if my gun malfunctions, you know, in the speedball course, and you can shoot me. <laughs> it's well, like- if your gun malfunctions, I'm not going to shoot you. I'll come up on you, make you give. <laughs> I'll be like, ah, I got you. Give right, we'll shoot. I don't know. We'll see. If you guys want to see this paintball match, just watch it. We're going to record it. That'll probably end up on my YouTube, maybe on my TikTok, but I'm not positive. So follow C-Roller. Yeah, follow C-Roller because I'm not going to record it because I'm going to carry my phone on me. So (laughs) I won't be able to record it. Favorite Disney movies as a kid, like anything from the 90s to early 2000s. Like what is everyone's favorite Disney movie? Uh, Actually, I want to include the 80s too because they got some good 80s movies. Here's the thing, I'm actually going to include on the podcast a question for this. So if you're listening to this, go ahead and provide your answer. My favorite movie, we talked about this, and I think you disagree with me on on it being the best, but my favorite is The Lion King. Did you know that The Lion King shows things being Nazis? Like, you see the hyenas marching, like, in the square, and when Scar was singing, then I mean, Scar is a jealous... Jealous person killed his own brother, then, you know, he tried to take over the pride. I guess the, it was, that particular scene was intended They to, claimed that Scar was the most evilest Disney character to begin with. I don't know 100% if that's true, but... It I, was him or Jafar from Aladdin. I'm leaning towards Jafar, but, I mean, Scar, I guess he definitely did betray his own family, so that is pretty freaking evil. 
But going back to the whole Nazi thing, I mean, sure, they marched in a way that looked similar to that. But I think it was literally just as an iconic way of capturing these when, are the bad guys of the movie. All right. So when did that movie come out? Do you know? It was 1994. 1994. The fall of the Soviet Union. Two years after the fall of the Soviet Union. So, though, so they're showing that to show strength and everything, you know, in Disney movies. I think it's to portray the evil as evil. That is something that I think a lot of people tend to miss out on when they come up with a lot of these things where they're offended by that stuff. Right. I'm not offended of it. but I know, like, you might not be, but some people will look at that like, oh, they're portraying Nazis. I'm like, but there's a reason. They're making Eva look evil. Alright, so you know what my favorite Disney movie is? What is it? Hercules. Hercules? I mean, that's not a bad movie. It's just not my favorite. Well, I like the music. Music's fairly cool. Yeah, the music's really good. And actually, my number two would be Tarzan, because Tarzan was a really good movie. Thanks for watching uh, our podcast, C-Roller and Willie. Willie McD. Willie McD. Willie McD. <laughs> Sound like a KFC chicken. So um, we'll, we love you guys, and we're going to take off. Bye.